welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. No cupcakes, sparkles, or glitter mouse ears here, just Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the Dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, everybody? And also joining us today is Ryan, our co-host and number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I am Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper. And today's episode is the Dude's Guide to Golfing at and Around Disney. Hey guys, uh, I'm out on this one. This is all you. I'm not a golfer. I'm just going to hang out, let you guys talk about it. I will see you uh, when we hit the uh, camping episode. Okay, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan will be out uh, at the Wilderness Campground getting our site ready. And in the meantime, Ryan, you and I can hit the links. Yeah, so, so Carl, uh, I got to slow you down too, bud. Uh, I am a golfer and we've talked about it in previous shows, but um, I have never golfed at Disney. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say it because I do love to play golf and Florida is like the Mecca of golf in a lot of ways. Well, maybe not the East coast is a lot of ways, but Florida too. And, uh, I've never actually brought my clubs down there and I'm afraid to rent clubs because I don't have my own clubs very well. So, uh, how about, how about, uh, how about you kind of educate us on this subject a little bit? So I'm going to be your skipper and caddy as we play these golf courses at Disney world. I can see that. All right. Um, yeah. I'm happy to, uh, maybe I need to be your caddy though, but uh, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I want you carrying my bag. I'm just going to feel bad the whole time. Well, look at for those, uh, you you know, and, and you guys are not alone because there's so many guys that go down with their family and don't even think about this. But I've got to tell you, in the travel world, I've booked a lot of dudes golf trips down there. And I think it's one, it's my passion. You know, back when I worked there, one of the great employee benefits was really reasonable golf, um, you know, back in the 80s. And there was just two courses, three courses back then. But um, to give you kind of the level of the quality of golf that people don't think about it is 1992 Golf Magazine awarded golf, uh, Disney World the gold medal as one of America's best golf resorts. Now, there's been a lot of growth in the industry since 1992. Um, but, you know, at that time, there was 99 holes of golf that were owned by Disney. Uh, there's a little less now, but uh, you know, a lot of Disney guests do focus on the parks and they're not aware of it. And it might be very difficult for someone to believe that there's these quality golf courses. But I think once dudes find out about it, they like to tag on a half a day to their vacation or uh, barter for maybe an early morning round and, and get out there. So, um, so I'm happy to talk about the courses. Yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, you know, it's funny as we sit here and talk about it, I can va- I can vaguely remember uh, going down there and going to the pro shop. Uh, my dad was a big golfer. He actually belonged to one of the really, uh, you guys probably have heard of, heard of it, Medina, uh, which is one of the big right courses there. in yep. the Midwest. Medina is a great course. Uh, it is. Well, uh, of course. Yeah. And, you know, holds championships, whatever. Anyway, uh, so big golfing family. And he, we've been to the pro shop. So I'm guessing he probably snuck in around and left me in the pro shop. And I'm just maybe, maybe now realizing that at this point, and I think maybe I need to be mad at the old man, but uh, you know, he'll, he'll hear this and then he'll tell me the truth. I, I'm pretty sure. So the original two courses there are up at uh, what used to be Disney's golf resort and is now uh, shades of green, 
where you can book the military stays for. And the two original 18-hole courses kind of wrap around there, real classic Florida wilderness, the Palm and the Magnolia. And it was site for many years of the Walt Disney World Open. First one was won by Jack Nicklaus. Uh, the last one was won by Tiger Woods. And uh, when they had it, they since stopped having it there uh, for other popular sites in Florida. So the Palm and Magnolia, of the two of them, the Palm is my favorite. It's the most remote. It's in the wilderness, full of wildlife, deer, hawks, eagles. Uh, the the par three sixteenth, which is the you know on the back nine, had when I was there fourteen foot gator swimming around that Ready Creek management used to have to catch and and, and get out of there once in a while as it got too big and and. Uh, became a threat to the golfers. Um, but it's a great, beautiful, classic course. And right next to it is the Magnolia, where the final round of the championship was. And that's the one I think people most see on the web or in brochures. It's got the sand trap in front of the green shaped like Mickey Mouse. And there's always a golfer in it, hitting out of it. So that was kind of the unique uh, visual that uh, when, and it was open right from day one in 1971. So those are the two classic courses that are definitely work and they're reasonable to play. I mean, they're very reasonable to play if you're a resort guest. And a lot of people don't know if you're a resort guest, they will give you a voucher for a uh, Uber or a taxi from your hotel to the course, because it's a lot easier than to try to get the transportation over there. And if you're on a tight schedule, so, um, so you can even get you know, if you were uh, going over golfing, get a ride from your hotel, and then you wanted to meet somebody at the parks, they'd give you a free ride to one of the parks after golf. So it's a nice feature of, of golf. And that's those two courses. Yeah, that's a really great tip, too, because, uh, you know, anybody who's been around Disney or tried to travel around Disney knows how difficult, convenient in some ways, but also difficult to get from point A to point B. Sometimes you need to take a couple different modes of transportation. Uh, so to know that they'll give you an Uber or a Lyft is, is awesome. Awesome. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, they really kind of cater to that, right? So um, now, if you were not escaping on yourself and you did a sort of a family, you wanted a quick nine, out near those two courses is the um, is the Oak. And the, um, the Oak Trail is a nine-hole walking course. And that's really great if you've got, uh, you know, younger golfers in the family and you just wanted to do a quick morning nine or an afternoon nine to break up the day um, or sort of your first day or last day there. Um, so that is up there as well. And uh, uh, great. Now, the, what's interesting about the Oak Trail, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but on certain days of the week, they also have... Foot golf. Yeah. Foot I've, golf, right. Have you, you I've heard of this. Yeah. I've heard it's basically combining soccer and golf, right? I mean, like you're, you're running down the fairway, kicking a soccer ball. Uh, and you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard of it. I've never played it. But if it involves me, if it involves me running from the tee box down to the, down to the hole, I'm probably not going to play it. Uh, you're not running. You're, you're, so you're not running, Ryan. You're, you're at more walking like you are in golf, but your stroke is every time you kick the ball rather than when you swing at swing a club. Right. So uh, anybody can play it. They have oversized cups on the green that the soccer ball will go into, and each ball uh, hole is designated a par. And it's it's one of those things where golf is a tough thing to bring a kid to and get them involved in it. And certainly on a vacation like this, it might turn into a you know exercise in futility. But anybody can kick a soccer ball. 
right? And if your kids play soccer, they'll get a kick out of doing it. There's just as good of a chance of me shanking a soccer ball into the woods as there me hitting a golf ball into the woods. So uh, it's not uncommon for me to lose control. Now, if I got to throw something like a football, I'd be I'd be good or a baseball, I'd be good. But uh, kicking has never been my strong suit. So the third course, and this is the one, Ryan, I'd love to get you out on on our next trip down there, is at Lake Buena Vista, the Lake Buena Vista Club. It's certainly... Uh, uh, again, one of my favorites there. It's now connected to the Saratoga Resort. And what's fun about this, as someone who's in our business, is that the course navigates, uh, it used to be, you know, exclusive wilderness, but over the years, it's gotten built up with all the properties. So in addition to going through some of the uh, buildings of Saratoga and the treehouse villas, right, it passes by both Port Orleans um, and Riverside, and it passes by Key West. So you get views of those resorts as you're playing golf. And they're views, obviously, that you don't wouldn't have uh, of just traveling to the resorts. It ends up back at the Saratoga, where the Turf Club is, which is uh, a collection of jockey silks from all over the country, famous uh, uh, jockeys. And it's a great place to grab a steak after your round of golf or a big old, you know, club sandwich or something like that at the Turf Club at Saratoga. Right? So it really is becomes the 19th hole for Lake Buena Vista's golf course. When you said that you really hope that you were going to have me play, I thought you were going to talk about one of the two mini golf courses because I keep talking about shanking the ball. I don't know that you're going to want to take me anywhere, but have you played the mini golf courses? I have actually, I've played, there's two, right? There's a uh, Fantasia gardens and then there's winter Summerland. Uh, and actually if you book a vacation package, uh, through a travel agent, for instance, uh, you can actually play those for free. Uh, they come don't as part it. of your package. They really? come into the, the, uh, what do they call that? They call it the magical extras when you get your magic bands. Uh, there's a little booklet in there. It's kind of hidden in there, but it's got some extra free stuff that you can take advantage of. And that's, and that's one of them. Uh, but yeah, I've played both. They're, they're cute little courses. Uh, honestly, I played with, uh, the last time I played them was with my wife on our honeymoon. Uh, we spent, we did our honeymoon at, uh, the Swan and Dolphin. And, uh, just one day we decided, you know, let's scooch over to the mini golf courses and play a little bit. So they're fun courses. Uh, you know, they've got some extravagant, uh, detail into them. Like you would expect anywhere in Disney, uh, but they're a lot of fun and worth taking the kids to for sure. I played them years ago. My kids were really small and we actually were at Blizzard Beach and we could walk to the Winter Summerland golf course from Blizzard Beach and they have that same sort of uh, winter theme there. And um, so I haven't played the other one, the Fantasia Garden, which is closer to the Dolphins. Yeah, they're, they're both, they're similar in the fact that each of them have uh, 36 holes at it. So they're each, each of the two spots. So you really have 72 holes in mini golf. Uh, which is nice because as most of us know, you can usually finish around a mini golf in an hour. So if you go out of your way to try to go and, and I'm pretty sure you can, I'm trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure you can basically walk to Fantasia gardens from the Swan and dolphin. Uh, but if you go there, you walk over there and then you're only there for like 45 minutes. You're like, all right, what's next? Well, you can play both courses and then, and then uh, take some more of your time and go back to the beach for a while. So, um, the other two 18 hole courses, there's a little bit of a story here, no longer exist in their original form. There was an establishment known as the Bonnet Creek 
golf club and Bonnet Creek uh, had two golf courses on it, uh, Eagle Pines and Osprey Ridge and great courses. Um, one was a Fazio course and one was a Reese Jones course. So really high quality uh, experience. So Disney sold some of that property uh, for the four seasons to build their property. And the old Osprey Ridge course reopened as the Four Seasons Tranquilo Golf Club. So I played that in its first incarnation. Really great. Another Florida. Picture these tall standing uh, pine trees like you see around the Wilderness Lodge and the Fort Wilderness Campground with the Spanish moss hanging on them, right? And you're going down fairways with that. And it just, and they and the nest, and it was another certified Audubon wildlife sanctuary, the nest with all the wildlife again, just fantastic experience um, there and really challenging, challenging golf. So you can still play the old Osprey Ridge. It's part of the four seasons. And then also um, what happened was the Waldorf Astoria built a place on that, in that neighborhood too. And the Waldorf golf club um, at Bonnet Creek is a Reese Jones course. And that is uh, original, an original build. Um, It measures it's, that's the toughest of all of them, right? Kind of on Disney property. That one is over 7,100 yards from the pro tees. And it's got a, you know, pro rating of 74, six on the 72 with a slope of 139. So it's a, it's a real test. So, and that in the hot Florida sun will beat you up. Yeah, I think it should be noted too. Uh, obviously, that's a test, but uh, we've been telling it where uh, who owns the other courses. But let's keep in mind that the Disney courses that are currently owned by Disney are actually Arnold, Arnold Palmer uh, operated courses. So, uh, you know, they're not they're not uh, a cinch for anybody either. Uh, they're definitely well maintained and taken care of, from what I understand. So, yeah, um, that's totally awesome though. That there's such. I mean, like I was talking about before right there's uh, it's like a mecca of golf there's so many beautiful courses in florida worth playing that i know uh i'm looking forward to getting down for our next retreat where i can play with you because it just gives me the excuse to go do it so uh, i'm excited for that it it does and you know i've been down there also on a lot of conventions and been able to play some of these courses um um, the last one i'll mention which is because it's not those all were, you know, at one time Disney, if not present time Disney, but the one that is not Disney, but it's so close you can't overlook is the Grand Cypress Hotel has two courses on it. It's got the new course, which is Jack Nicholas, and it's a take on Scotland's old course, even with some of the greens in the venue. And interestingly enough, it's all open, no trees. And the breezes kick up on the angle here that it's got some of the Florida winds have some of the same challenges as if you were playing over in Scotland. And that's why they built and designed the course that way. What so even a lot more fun is they have golf villas in the middle of the other course with 27 holes and it's a guy's villa. So you come in, there's a kitchen, dining room, sunken living room with a balcony looking out over the rivers and golf course. And there are four bedrooms and each bedroom is a master bedroom with its own private bath. So four guys can go on a golf trip there and hang out and it's, you know, flat screen TVs is a, and you're looking at golfers all day if you're not playing there. And uh, it's just a great take. And then you can play on the Disney courses for a little bit more money if you're not staying on property. So you can really take in a four or fives. And I've, I've booked vacations for folks that, you know, guys go out on, um, you know, kind of uh, their, their bachelor weekends for golf there. And so they play golf and then they go drinking at Disney at night or uh, uh, I, I've booked tr- 
trips where it's, uh, you know, a business trip and guys want to scooch over there for a couple of days and, and, or a day or early on the end or after their trip and play some golf. So it's really something to think about. If, if you're a dude going out there, I would recommend squeezing that in and, uh, and getting around a golf. It's a real pleasant surprise and you won't be disappointed with the quality golf at Disney world. So what do you say, dudes, you want to grab a tea time? Yeah, definitely. But I do have one last question for you, because if I haven't played the courses, I don't know, but it's important. Do we have carts riding around with alcohol on the courses? I know on the three Disney courses, there absolutely is. Oh, that's all that matters. Then. I, know, <laughs> I know on the Grand Cypress, the, uh, um, the uh, beverage cart is uh, always attended by a very serviceable young people that really are out there to please you uh, at the Grand Cypress, too. Uh, I can't speak for the Four Seasons property because it, it was the old course when I played there. But absolutely, Ryan, uh, it's part of the game. You know, early tea times with those Bloody Marys, noon tea times with that tequila, and then the afternoon, it's anyone's choice, right? It sounds like we may even have Jonathan able to jump into one of the carts with us to come ride around for 18 holes. Yeah, at, th- at this point, I uh, I might just join you just for the drinks here. Uh, I might just have to get a uh, set of clubs here and just join you just for the heck of it at this point. All right, gentlemen. Well, grab your bags, grab your balls, grab your clubs. Let's grab a tea time. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Later, dudes. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media on Facebook.com at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 100 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global Travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. What's up, dudes? Thanks for sticking around to the end. We truly appreciate you listening all the way through. We've got a little Easter egg here for you. Uh, The first three people that go to our Facebook page and comment, I'm a Disney dude, are going to win a prize. So make sure that you go to Facebook, let us know that you listened all the way through to the end, and we'll get you taken care of and send you a message with what that prize is and, and how we can get it to you. Thanks again for listening.